Hey everyone, this is Russell, and I want to welcome you to Marketing Your Car. Alright, so I am just, or I just got done meeting with the accounts, which if you've been listening for any length of time, you know is by far my least favorite thing in the world. I would have rather gone to the dentist and get my teeth drilled, but it is what it is, right? So I met, the den- or met with the, the dentist, I met with the accountants, and uh, to do our like uh, tax return stuff, I just signed like a million papers and all that fun stuff. Um, and I also had the chance to find out that um, thanks to Obama, my tax bracket is now, I think we pay 47%. Is that crazy? Almost half of our money. And so um, we were sitting there first and like we we're talking about like, you know, obviously why it makes us angry. And then, um, and then they basically, there's two, there's two options. One option is like fire everyone and make less money and just get taxed less. Or option number two is go and just try to like, make tons more money like you get 50% of it so this is double or triple or quadruple we're making and so I thought you know what not only am I going like obviously just set a goal to make a lot more money um, I want to I want people on my team to max out their tax bracket too because I like how cool like it's cool like yeah you max out your tax bracket but let's set a goal like for for our team like I want I want three or four people on my team to tax to max out their tax bracket too uh, to make enough money that that happens as well so um, that's like my new goal is to not only max out mine but everybody else's. So basically it comes down to you got to make $450,000 uh, to max out your tax bracket is my understanding is what the accountants told me today. And so for all of you guys, I think that should be like instead of looking at it as a negative thing because it is a negative thing, uh, but it, when you're negative about it, it, it just kind of takes your focus off, you know, takes your eye off the prize and makes you upset and angry. So instead, like let's let's look at it as a positive thing. And like for all of you guys, that should be your first goal right now is you're not like everyone's got like I want to make a million dollars or whatever, but like let's make the goal like I want to max out my tax bracket. So I need my income to be $450,000 so that boom, I max out my tax bracket and the government's going to take half my money. And as depressing as that is, that now can become like a cool, exciting, fun thing to shoot for. And then after you've done it for yourself, you got any partners, then boom, that should be next goal. Let's get our partners to max out their tax bracket. And then let's get our employees and then let's get everyone on our team to max it out. Because then, you know, we're making a lot of money. And that's, uh, that's kind of fun. So that was kind of my big takeaway from the accountants. Um, it was just let's, let's shift our focus on what our goals are and, and figure out how in the world we can max out our, our tax bracket. So uh, a couple ways you can do that. This is the, the education part of the, uh, the podcast. Um, there's, uh, you know, I, I'm assuming that all of you guys here, you've got your own business, right? Um, if not, you need to start your own business, okay? Like, let's just get that out of the way. But after you've got a business and you're focusing on, on growing it, um, there's only a couple ways to grow a business. Um, a lot of you guys know who Jay Abraham is. If not, he's a, a really cool guy to study. Uh, him as a person, he's kind of weird, but uh, his products are really good. Um, and he talks about there's only three ways to grow a business. He says there's one way you can get more customers, okay? And that's what a lot of us focus on. That's why we're always talking about traffic and advertising and customer acquisition because that's the first way to grow a business is get more customers. It's also the most expensive one, right? The second way to grow a, a biz, uh, to grow your business is to get your customers to, to give you more money, okay? To get them to spend more. And so you can do that by... Um, increasing your prices, adding upsells, all those type of things, right? To get them to spend more money. And then the third way is to get them to buy more often. So you have more products, more services, more cool things for them. Um, and so those are three ways to grow a business. And what's interesting is that most people, they focus just on the first one, which is, um, 
which is, you know, more traffic, more traffic. And it's interesting because I'm relearning this lesson. It's, it's fun, like, when you know something, then you relearn it through, like, the, <laughs> the school of hard knocks, right? So, like, for example, last month, Nuracell, um, I don't know if I mentioned it to you guys or not, but um, we, uh, we made more in Nuracell than, actually, I think we're about, it was pretty close, like, 50-50. Uh, it wasn't quite 50%, but uh, Nuracell almost was 50% of our income last month, which is crazy. Uh, really exciting and, and cool, right? Uh, but the problem is that we spent, man, we spent, I think it was $85,000 in ads to get those, those things, right? So we were customer acquisition. We were getting new customers. Okay, we got tons of customers. But that is the most expensive part of the piece of the puzzle as well, right? Okay? Um, and we're making, you know, we're, we're usually doubling over on our ads, but then we still have our product cost, shipping cost, fulfillment, support, uh, call center, like all the things that go into uh, the fulfillment of it, right? So, um when all said and done, we might be making 20, 25, you know, well, probably closer to 20%, um, which isn't bad, but that's what it is, right? On, on our, on our customer, um, our customer acquisition part of it. So if I want to grow it, there's a couple ways I can do it. One is I can go acquire more customers, but again, that, that doesn't, uh, geometrically grow your business. It just adds more fuel. So you're, you're, you're getting more customers at that 20%. Okay. So the next thing is like, well, how do we get them to do step two in the phase, which is get them to buy more, right? What can we tweak or change on our upsell flow? What, what do we need to, to add? Can we add another upsell? Can we increase the price? Can we add a six bottle option? Can we, um, you know, what, what else can we do? Um, in the supplement space, you know, it's about, it's about more products and, and bigger ticket. In the info product space, um, one thing I saw Dagan Smith do that was really, really cool. Um, he had an upsell where uh, the upsell was... I think first it was like it was like five hundred dollars for for this product and did well. And then he was like, "Hey, what if I sold the uh, five hundred dollars for the product or a thousand bucks for the license to sell the product?" So he did that, and boom, people started taking the license to sell the product. So he doubled the prices, um, and uh, his customer or customer um, value just just shot up dramatically. And then he was like, "Wait a minute, what if I instead of doing that, like I made it there was like a, a one year option license or a three year or a lifetime option?" Lifetime option is like two grand, so he added that in there. It's basically the exact same thing he's selling. He just put a license and put a time limit on it, and suddenly all the people start taking the two thousand dollar option because they didn't want to renew it after a year, and just increase it as well. So, what things can you add to your existing sales funnel to um, to increase the the average transaction value, right? Um, so that's the the second thing, and then the third thing is like, how do you guys buy more often? What else can we sell them? And that's been like for the last, I don't know, what, what are we in? We're in March or we're in April right now. So the last four or five days here um, since we've got our, our month in reports, I'm you know looking at our sales and then our profit. I'm like, man, for as much gross sales as we did, our profit was horrible on, on, on our supplement. And I was like, you know, obviously everything we sell after this is existing customers. We don't have the customer acquisition costs. We don't have... You know, all the other other pieces are involved, and so that's why I was like, "How else? How else can we monetize this and and get people to buy more often?" So we started looking at. Um, that's when we started looking at um, just more products in our product line. Now, for me, I didn't, I don't right now want to go and buy more supplements because inventory costs just drive me crazy. But uh, obviously, the people that have like supplements, they keep buying supplements. So we found some friends that have supplement companies, and we're partnering selling some of their products. And we don't have as much profit on them, but I don't have to spend ads on to do shipping, inventory fulfillment, any of that stuff. They take care of all of that for us. All I got to do is just tell my customers about their products. And so that's what we're adding in this month. And um, you know, I was thinking about it. What's cool is 
let's say we sell thirty, forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars of of you know in, in affiliate commission like other products. Um, that's just pure profit at the bottom line. There's no again fulfillment costs. There's no nothing, and uh, it'll take that twenty percent um, profit margin we're running at right now with the supplement, and it'll make it now you know thirty, forty, fifty percent, um, and that's how we grow a company, right? And so anyway, just kind of just kind of some fun stuff. I'm sure you guys have probably heard that before the Jay Abraham stuff, but um, I'm just curious if you guys all look at that in your business and think about it that way. Um, again, I, I learned about that probably 10 years ago and then again, five years ago. And, um, but just over the last three or four days, it's become real for me again, because I'm looking at how do we grow this company? I'm like, crap, you know, we're focusing all on number one, which is good, but it's the most expensive by far. How do we add more number two and number three? Uh, specifically for us is number three, because I think number one or number two, we're doing pretty well with our supplement. Um, so that's kind of what it is. But if you look at, so let me step back to Dotcom Secrets Labs. So Dotcom Secrets Labs, customer acquisition is doing awesome, and our re resell stuff and our back end monetization is also doing awesome. But um, in in the middle there, our uh, our um, profit per sale thing is where we were struggling. Um, in fact, I think <laughs> you heard heard me over my, the last you know two or three months. I rebuilt that upsell process for DCS Labs probably. I don't even know, three, four, five times. Um, and uh, because we couldn't get it to the, the average cart value, average transaction value high enough. And finally, this last, this last version of it, we, we kind of cracked the code and we got it now. And right now we're averaging, this is kind of cool, you guys. For every free book we give away, we're averaging $49 in, in, uh, in cash from the upsell flow. Uh, which is exciting. Um, now, obviously, still way to print the book, ship, and there's still other costs involved. But it's cool. We can now spend twenty, twenty to thirty dollars on a book, and get pretty close. When all costs and things are are done, getting pretty close to break even, um, which is now gives the ability to buy more media, get affiliates, do all the other all the other fun stuff. So um, it's just kind of cool to look at each of our businesses, each of our funnels, and think about those three things, and um, and focus on all three of them because. Like I said, the money is going to come a lot of times more so from number two and number three, yet all of us focus all our energy on number one, including me. That's what we focus our time on is traffic, traffic, traffic. Let's get more customers, more people, more people, as opposed to focusing on those other two. So um, just some interesting stuff for you guys that you can use in your business to help you to max out your tax bracket and then your partners and then your teams and everybody. So uh, anyway, I'm not sure if I'm going to tell all my guys that's my goal for them because then they're going to... They're going to really want that much money. But yeah, I think it's a good goal to set. Um, and uh, I think I'm going to talk to them, have them set that goal for themselves as well, and they start focusing on that and, uh, and try to figure out ways inside of our company, inside of our what we're doing, to increase what they're making and figure out other ways to add value to, to be able to make it where they can max out their tax brackets as well. So kind of a fun goal. Hope that got you guys excited. It gets me excited. Um, the one exciting thing I got from the account today, everything else was just, uh, you know, it is what it is. So... Um, all right. Well, I am almost to the office, you guys. Uh, if you like this uh, podcast, please go to iTunes and let us know. Also, we just started our beta for ClickFunnels. We've got a couple of you guys who are in there. Um, it's going crazy. People, like the comments from the group, I think we have about 30 people that we have in this beta group. Um, after showing them, people, one guy listed off like, this means I can cancel Visual Website Optimizer, I can cancel Lead Pages, I can cancel Go to Webinar, I can get, and like, he listed off all the, the things he could, he could cancel, and it was like three or $400 a month in, in fees he could cancel by using ClickFunnels. Um, and he'd get all that at about a tenth of the price, which is pretty, pretty exciting. Um, another guy said, uh, actually, three or four people all said almost word for word, like, 
that this, like, this fills in and, and solves all the problems they've always had with internet marketing. It's figuring out how in the world to get a sales funnel up, and uh, which was exciting too. So uh, I'm fired up about it. I think it's going to be exciting. I think we're going to spend probably two or two weeks or so in beta, just getting everybody in there, and we're finding holes in the you know bugs in the templates and little things like that. We're knocking them out as quick as we can. It's kind of a fun process. I've never really gone through this before, but that's what we're doing right now, um, and just uh, cleaning it up. We're adding more and more templates, and then. Uh, yeah, and then after that, we'll probably you – know, we're, we're thinking about launch strategies, and um, I don't want to do like what a lot of companies do. Like um, Some of my friends, they own a company called Kajabi, and when they launched, they had this big, huge you know, internet marketing-style launch, and I have no idea how many members they got, but I'm, I'm sure they got, I don't know, three, four, five, six thousand people in there. And people came in there, with that many people coming in that fast, <clears throat> you just can't keep up with support and the headaches and the issues, all the stuff that kind of comes with that. And, um, and so, uh, they got a lot of people who dropped out really quick as well. And, um, there are a lot of bad reviews written about how they don't work and on and on and on. And, and eventually within a couple months, they got it all figured out, they cleaned it up and now it's a really, really good product. But those people that they had, they had like one shot to make just like a killer first impression. Um, they lost that and people don't come back now and they won't come back. And, and it's funny for me, I was thinking about it like, I should have joined Kajabi a long time ago, and why did I not? And the reason why is during the product launch, I read a review from someone that talked about how bad it was, and that was like four or five years ago, and because of that, I never actually got an account. And um, and I'm sure now it's probably like the coolest thing in the world, but because of that one bad experience somebody else had, it kept me from even, even attempting to try. And so we don't want to have that with ClickFunnels. We want to do it differently. So we're thinking about more of like a delayed rollout where we let people come and they can like – Kind of like when you go on the DMV, you know, and they, you like take those little stickers and they have a number on it, it tells you when you're up in line, and having something like that, so everybody comes and they kind of pick their their thing, and then each day we'll unlock it. So like, hey, okay, we're gonna let 50 people in today. So numbers one through 50, um, your number's now live. You can come in here and you can um, you can come you come get a get a, a beta account. So boom, we let 50 people in. Then come in there, spend a day or two in there, make sure there's no issues or bugs, and then. Boom, we open it up and let the next 50 people through. And, and kind of like that's how Gmail launched as well. Uh, we had to be invited by somebody. Um, but it was a slow rollout and just caused a lot more mystery and, and buzz and excitement. And, and I think that we'll make it where those 50 people come in. Like part of the agreement is, is we'll let you come in, but you have to agree that after you create – you have to create a funnel within the first, <clears throat> you know, the first day. Otherwise, boom, we kick you out because we want to make sure people are using it. Um, and then second is like if you like it yeah, or if you hate it too, I don't really care. But – Either way, you got to go write a review on your blog about it or on your Facebook because we want to like cause that buzz and get people talking and, and everyone wanting it, right? And I think that's kind of more the rollout strategy we're looking for because I want to make it where where people are going crazy, but also we got the ability from a support standpoint to handle it, to grow it, to scale it, and then um, when we're ready to, to <clears throat> ready to like open the floodgates and let a million people through, we will have uh, the infrastructure and and everything in place and all the bugs will be gone and it'll just be a rock solid product from day one. So that's kind of what we're looking at. Um, it'll be, I don't know, I'm excited. It'll be fun to kind of see um, how we end up deciding to execute it. But that's what we were kind of talking about yesterday a little bit. And I think it'd be fun. It'd be kind of like a, a big game. You know, and, and I think with that, it's kind of fun. Like I think in, in a couple months we could get four or five or 6,000 really active, really solid customers that way. Um, kind of like with, with labs, I think we've sold 
man, four or five thousand DCS Labs books now. We don't have any affiliates promoting it yet. It's just, I mean, we have a couple that have picked it up, but we haven't asked any affiliates to promote it yet. So it's just come from um, our own traffic and Facebook, you know, the majority of it. I think we can do something similar with, with ClickFunnels. So, anywho, um, I'm at the office. I had a long drive from the accounts. Hope you guys didn't mind me rambling this whole time. But uh, that's it for today. Um, have some fun. Go max out your tax brackets, and we'll talk to you guys again soon. Listening to Marketing in Your Car with Russell Brunson, the best podcast to help you easily launch and grow your own online business. So grab the wheel, get in gear, and market in your car. In your car, it's a proven technique. In your car, every week. In your car, make the perfect plan. Let's get you equipped. Give you the tips to market in the fast lane. Take that shit.